Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a temporarily postponed low-sodium show. I am your host, Mark Lennon, Crew Wheeler. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that was rough. <laughs> we had a lot of that happening. <laughs> That's uh, Matt Trucks uh, giving us some <laughs> some live stuff. Um, but yeah, we're we're back on. We're back rocking and rolling finally. Um, Blog Talk is having an attack right now, so I figured we'd slide in all gentlemen like and and get doing what we need to get done. Um, so <laughs> it's it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye, right? Um, but I do appreciate y'all hanging in there with me. And um, but we are live. We are running. And uh, we got a great show tonight. I mean, we're shortened. We've only got about an hour. So I'm going to uh, attempt to run through it as quickly as possible. Um, we'll talk uh, warm water discharge lakes. Um, in particular, we're going to talk about Lake Ann. It's the one I'll be fishing at this weekend. Um, stay tuned after this weekend. I'll have a video up of what I did, of what I talked about tonight, and how uh, it all kind of worked together um, through uh, the show. So you can see what I did. On the water, off the water, when it's going to be a pretty good uh, session for everybody to listen to. Um, we're also going to talk some more about um, brain fart. Brain fart. <laughs> I'm, I just literally grabbed everything and started running again. Um, you know, we'll have some reports. We'll have uh, the pick of the week if, if we have time. But um, yeah. Time to get rocking and rolling again with the Low Sodium Show. And, of course, we're going to take a quick break, and we come right back. We will start this thing off right and uh, have a lot of fun. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Bull Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Bull Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Bull Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA. Always has been. Always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. You are listening to The Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. Alright, we are back. Uh, now I gotta give a big shout out to uh, Jeff Singleton. He, uh, he helped me just now. He texted me literally 50 minutes before or 10 minutes before the show started here uh, and was like, dude, it's back up and running. Jump on it. I was like, all right. <laughs> so thanks, Jeff, for uh, for uh, being a good wingman there. Um, so let's start off with, with what is the phenom of warm water discharge lakes. Um, 
And it's it's hard to explain. Basically, it's a lake that has constant warm water being pushed into it. There we go, real hard there. Um, but the great thing about them is that you can you never <coughs> have to leave that perfect water temp if it's the right lake. <coughs> Nor do you have to switch lakes to find different water temps. That makes any sense. So let's say you need to get out for for a day. It's a great training lake, and and you hear me talking about training and stuff like that. Um, and how I I'll, I'll I'll you know I'll pick up a, a deep diving crankbait and I know I'm going to run it off of ledges for an upcoming tournament and that's all I'll throw for a month two months at a time learning how to run that deep diving crankbait that that shaky head that you know football jig whatever <coughs> um, in different areas <coughs> it just is really hard to do that when you are dealing with changing lake variables or having a situation where you're iced up. You just can't get out and fish. So that's, you know, four or five months of you losing productivity, losing that time to to, to kill it. Um, so that's why warm water discharge lakes are the best. Okay. Um, break down something here. Um, let's break something down here. Um, is depending on the size of the lake, you can literally, in the middle of winter, depending on how warm the water is coming out. Um, I know some lakes that, that that can blow out 80 degree water during the winter time. Some keep it regulated uh, between 50 and 60, 70, 80. Um, you know, it's all variable. But you, depending on your lake, you can literally start at where the water comes out. <coughs> okay and be fishing in January. Everything else is iced up. There's snow packed everywhere. You can be fishing on that lake in 70-degree water, fishing a early or late spring, early summer bite. You can go, if it's a big enough lake, you can go, you know, uh, a mile down, and now you're fishing in that pre-spawn 50 to 55-degree temp. Okay. Or you could hit that that 45 to 50 temp if you go farther down even further. And that's the great thing about it. You can literally work a whole year's worth of water fluctuation on one lake. And if you have a lake like Lake Anna where you have a warm side and a cold side, you can you know, delineate those two sides and you know really break down, okay, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to fish really cold water. And you can do that. Uh, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to fish ledges. You can do that. I'm going to go fish lily pads. There are a few spots that have them, not many. Um, you know, you know, having all of that there is great to have. Now, my partner in crime, as always, Mr. Yak Chum Chucks, what is going on, man? Hey, good evening. I'm glad you finally got the show up, man. I was uh, oh, anticipating man. a great show tonight, and then Blog Talk just said, nope. <laughs> I said, nope. So, not tonight. It's good to be running. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's a little later, but we'll get it done. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's a great thing we've got here. Um, and and I hate to 
I've, I've got these two goofballs that I'm going to be fishing with this weekend. Um, you know, Zach Huntington, who is really a, a, a stellar um, snakehead fisherman um, up near the Potomac area. And um, I know he's got a, a, a charter service. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but, uh, you know, really good stuff. You know, fishes out of a Jackson. What more do I need to say? But no, it's a, you know, he's got a great setup there and, um, you know, does very, very well. So, folks, uh, uh, you know, look him up on Facebook. I know he's got his thing up. I, I can't look at it right now. Otherwise, uh, you hear a long, one of those, long pause. Um, but well, I, I do have, you know, <laughs> kind of the uh, uh, the patriarch, I guess, of, of our little uh, group of misfits. Um on the line, and that is uh, Jeff Singleton. Uh, you know, he's if you don't know Jeff, Jeff created um, the Virginia Kayak Association. I believe that's how we, he calls it. Uh, Virginia Kayak uh, Anglers Club. Virginia Kayak Anglers Club. There you go. And uh, you know, it's really bringing a lot of the the state guys together. You know, guys. I mean, literally, this, the thing wasn't even up for like a week. You guys were already, you know, getting together and going. You know, where are we going to go fish? Where are we going to go do this? We're going to do that, and that's awesome. Um, yeah, I see you guys uh, have a Kayak Wars team up there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we you do. Know. We actually have two of them. Very cool. And, and uh, you know, just, 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 you know, and it's only been, what, three, four months we've had this that page going. To have that rock and roll like that, just awesome. Uh, <coughs> but, uh, <coughs> sorry, folks, I'm getting over being sick. Um, now, here's the cool thing. Uh, me and Jeff and, and Zach are going to hit... Um, Lake Anna this weekend, and for those that don't know, again, it's a warm water discharge lake, but if you look at it on Google Maps or Bing Maps, it's Central Virginia just above Richmond, uh, just below Fredericksburg to the west. You can't miss it. Um, if you look at it, you can see one main body of lake, okay, and then you see a bunch of little dikes and these little bridges going across, um, if you're looking at it from the road map. That is the warm side, where you see the, you know, the, the ditch, and then all of a sudden these little pockets of, of, of lake, I guess that's the way to put it. Are their own little lakes inside of a lake. Um, now the cold side doesn't get a lot of water, a little warm water. Uh, usually by the time it gets to that point, you know it's it's pretty much just above or at the um, the main lake temp. Um, so basically, what happens is the water gets picked up by the power plant. It gets pushed out much much warmer, and really, um, <clears throat> it really gets that. So hey, Mark. It's um, I have, I, you know, Lake Ann or the uh, power plant there has an actual website, and they say Lake Anna's conditions, water level and temperature readings are updated once each weekday. The temperature is measured in water being drawn directly from the main lake into the station's intake. So today when they drew that temperature, is 40 degrees at the main lake. We're at the intake. Um, what was the temp? And then it was 40 degrees at the intake. And then well, that's the discharge the water temperature... It, yeah, it was 39 yesterday I looked at it. It says, by design, the temperature at the output is 14 degrees higher than the intake. Nice. And we are, yeah, we are seeing at the uh, discharge, February 19th at 2030 hours, 65.83 degrees. That's not bad for uh, no. the end of February. No, that's, that's definitely not bad. You know, and, and Bridget... Uh, Bridget Howard, I know you're listening in, or you're going to be listening later. Uh, you're going to want to definitely tune into this. Surprisingly, 
you would think that every last stinking bass in that lake would be right next to that 65. But they're not. Some bass, just like some people, like it colder, some like it warmer. You know, those bass that are stuck in the main lake, the cold lake, the cold side as they call it, um, <laughs> sometimes they just never know it's there. Um, but that, that's the name of the game. Now, here's the cool thing, though. All right. You can take warm water discharge lakes, and I don't care if it's in the middle of Saskatoon, Canada, okay, as long as the water temps are above 55 degrees, I would say 52 degrees, okay, as long as it's above 52, you will see bass spawn with the lunar and um, solar time lapses, okay, when it gets bright enough, when, when everything gets hit. So theoretically, what I'm telling you is that the water temps really don't matter. So if you have an area like here in Virginia, Lake Anna, I can almost guarantee you we're going to find one or two bass already in spawn mode, in pre-spawn mode. That is my goal, this actually, this discernment. And Bridget, you're going to be fishing in Tennessee. I can almost tell you, start working that pre-spawn, almost spawn bite. Work for those ledges, those areas. And what I'm talking about, folks, is pre-spawn, okay? Those bass, okay, in the wintertime, they're down deep. Okay, sometimes you find them shallow. But most of the time, they're deep, right? And they're huddled all together. When that water temp hits some areas 48, we're going to say 50 degrees. When that water temp hits 50 degrees, they pop up. It's like jumping out of bed, right? And the first thing they do is they point to orientate themselves to the spawning flats, wherever they're going to go make babies, wherever they're going to go get down, you know, wherever they're going to do their, their thing. Um, I know I have a sound bite for that. Uh, you know, wherever they're going to go make more, okay, they're going to turn towards it and start moving in that direction, okay? What that does is tells us where they're going to be. So in those main spawning flats, okay, wherever you know that they spawn from previous years, you can go in there and go, okay, that's where they spawned before. I need to know where, I know where they're at. So that's where I'm going to fish. It's as simple as that. Fish the pre-spawn bite, okay? Run those baits that you would have success on um, in, in the past during pre-spawn, and you'll kill them. I'm talking crankbaits, lipless cranks. Um, if they're really shallow already, if you see them already pushing shad along the bank, topwaters, um, you know, all of that are, um, you know, very, very manageable um, things to look for, okay? Yeah, and, and, and Mark, I was out there, I was out there the first uh, opening day of Kayak Wars. I actually went out to, uh, to hit the water, had to do it somewhere. That was my only option. As I was coming across the lake, everything was frozen solid. And then I hit that warm side, and my fish finder shooting through hull was marking... Uh, 58, 59 degrees. A couple points, I hit 60. Um, and as I'm as I'm casting and I'm throwing, I'm hitting fish in two foot of water, five feet off the shoreline. So they're already back in there. They're already shallow. They're already up and enjoying that sun on a nice day. You guys going to look for the uh, hybrids while you're over there this weekend? Um, you know, it's going to be one of those things. I think that the 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 lake has <coughs> has some really deep ledges where we're going to be at and where we're launching from and everything. 
really good long elongated points, some humps where you know those stripers are going to be at. There's not really that many hybrids. It's more the the the, the stocked breed of striper. So we're going to have that opportunity to to bang bang a few. You know, um, I've got some you know some baits still that that would work great. You know, trolling behind them, some deep diving cranks, stuff like that. Um, so we, we've got that that ability to hit everything. I'm going to take one quick second, folks, and I know I've already done one commercial. I'll probably do one or two others, but I just want to, you know, these are my personal sponsors. Let me get this out there right now. Uh, Jackson Kayak. Please check them out at jacksonkayak.com um, or your local dealer. Unfair lures. Absolutely amazing lures. Um, Tommy Head Jigs. I'm going to be throwing the ever-living poop out of Tommy Head Jigs this coming year and this weekend. And I'm going to talk about that in that video, like I said, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, Lightning Paddles, I'm back with them. Uh, we're getting things rolling again. Uh, expect, uh, expect a new line of paddles um, coming out here soon with the um, awesome designs that, that we have. And we have the Redfish one. And if you're whitewater, you know about, all about that. Um, I know, I'm forgetting one. Orca Coolers and um, Bull Bay. I'm not with Power Team, but you know what? I'll give them love anyway. I mean, great product there, Power Team Lures, man. I'm telling you. I mean, they, they really, I mean, you, you take a Power Team Lure and match it with the Tommy Head Jig, you really do not have um, a better combo, in my opinion, because of how durable you know a, a, a Power Team Lure is. You can literally take it and fish it a million different ways. Um, you know, or, or, or fish it you know, all day long, catch five or six bass, take it off, uh, you know, or leave it on the Tommy head and go right back out the next day and still keep using the same bait. You know, on the Tommy head, you can switch from, from you know, the Texas uh, uh, rig jig, you know, to a uh, crawl to a, uh, you know, finicky, to, um, you know, a JP Hammershad, you know, literally within seconds. As fast as you can take it off and put it on, you're rocking and rolling a new new presentation potentially. So that's you know that, that's that's why I just cannot get enough of either of them. Um, but <clears throat> um, now let's, let's keep talking about what makes these lakes so special. And I know it sounds kind of you know I've hit the point several times, but you can fish these lakes. When it's the coldest, the nastiest out, in the same way that you would fish it if you were wearing flip-flops, a t-shirt, and shorts, sweating your, your, your derriere off, okay? That is the great thing about them. All right, now, it's not just like, oh, they're all going to be piled in in one area. No, you've got to find them still. You've got to still be an angler, okay? So what does that mean? That means you're going to have to come at them correctly, all right? Now, Jeff just told us right there. Already, February 1st, we've seen, he's seen bass in shallow water. That's telling me already that I'm going to go in, in there with the pre, late pre-spawn, early spawn mode. Working the flats, working all the areas that I'm going to expect the bass to be sitting on beds. And most likely, we'll find several on beds. Am I going to fish for them? You better believe it. <laughs> okay, I haven't ripped a lip in a long time, and I really need to. Alright, so that's what I'm going to do. Hey, I'm going to take a step back. Ripping lips is so bad because we don't want to rip the lips off of them. We just want to stick a big hook in the top of their head. <laughs> gotta love it, gotta love it. Um, so, <clears throat> I'm going to pass it off to Jeff here. Jeff, what are your 
what, what's how many rods are you going to take, and what are are, are going to be your first things you're going to tie on for? I will probably take way too many rods just because that's me to the point where I will probably leave some in the car. Right. But I'll have them there in case I need them. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've done that route where I've tried to do the minimalistic view and gone out with one rod and a handful of lures that I needed. And oops, I stepped wrong. My rod tips broke. I'm now done fishing for the day until I can run into town. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I take more than I need. So um, I will probably take, on the, on, the, on the yak with me, probably four rods. I will put uh, two, at least two in my crate, in the rod holders on my crate. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you can't catch something without a lure in the water. So even if I'm paddling, I'm dragging something. So I'll have so what, a, uh, what, what, a what, you, what do you what will you drag? I will probably drag a uh, crankbait, you know, run six, seven feet, five to seven okay. feet. Um, I might throw a swim bait on if we're out deep, see if I can catch some uh, school and stripers running through there. Right. Um, for trolling, that's what I'll throw. I'll have rigged up a uh, probably a half to three-quarter ounce jig with a uh, crawl on it to pitch up under the uh, boat ducks. I'll have uh, definitely have a shaky head sitting there ready, if not tied on, ready to get tied on, um, and a wacky rig. Can't go wrong with a wacky rig on the boat docks any time of the year. True, very and, true. And that's, that, that, that will be my go-to. That, that's what I will have ready to go. I mean, when I was out there beginning of the month, I was uh, paddling from one cove to the next, the biggest bite of the day. Granted, I thought I snagged. So, you, you know, you, you've got that, oh, my rod tip's bouncing, I'm running shallow, I'm going to snag, I'm going to snag, and all of a sudden it doubles over. Yeah, unfortunately it wasn't a snag, it was a fish. I picked it up to turn around and go back, and the fish jumped and threw the hook because I didn't set it. Um. Uh. But, yeah, it's frustrating. But, uh, you know, I, I went back in. I had, I had 9, 10, 11-inch white perch crushing these uh, crankbaits that I, was, uh, that I was trolling for largemouth as I go from cove to cove. So you never know what you're going to get. Crankbait's a versatile bait in, 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 that, in, in, in that area, in that zone was watching uh, videos on YouTube today, and some guy trolls specifically for white perch with those crankbaits. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not fishing for I'm not fishing for white perch. I want a big old <laughs> bucket mouth. I want a big toad, right. you know. Right, right. So yeah, and so that that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have pretty much the same feeling as well. Um, I know I'm going to take my four rods as well. Uh, four is my my thing. Um, I don't use a a crate because I do paddle checks and kayaks uh, in the high seat. And I can store everything underneath me. Uh, so I'm going to break down what I'm bringing with me. Um, and it's going to sound kind of long and, and strenuous, but, but bear with me, y'all. Um, taking four rods, three bay casters, one spinning. Uh, we'll start with the spinning rod. That's going to be my, my light gear, my light setup is the best way to put it. Um, one thing I'm going to have tied on definitely is a drop shot. 
Okay, working those ledges, working those areas around docks, stuff like that is really going to be my my setup. Uh, I think I'm going to really pick at them with that today, uh, with with that that day. Uh, but I'm going to have the ability to because I'm using that size one one uh hook to quickly clip off the weight, tie on or or, or slip on a a, a wacky rig senko. Um, and, and be able to, to, to throw that in there uh, as well, if that's the bite that they're looking for. Um, now, my next rod I'm going to have, I'm going to have a, probably with a, um, a spinnerbait. Um, willow leaves are going to be burning it in those shallow areas. Usually I can pull one or two off of it. This is the same rod that I can go ahead, throw a, uh, a blade bait of some type, um, or a, a um, you know, I can throw shaky heads on it as well. And that, that, that's the versatility of that rod. Um, now, one thing I will have tied on, and, and, and this is I'm a true believer in this, because there is so much bait in that lake. And again, we, he just mentioned white perch. There's going to be a ton of little white perch in there, and that's what the bass will feed on, along with the shad and everything else. So there's a ton of schooling fish. It only makes sense to throw something that looks like a schooling fish. Hence, I'm going to throw the castable umbrella rig. Um, as you guys know, I don't like to call it the umbrella rig or the Alabama rig. It's a castable umbrella rig in my eyes. Um, I'm going to be throwing that as well, and and we'll have video on that, um, you know, along with throwing uh, – that's the bomb dropper from Bull Bay Rods. I'm going to be throwing that on, you know, so swim baits. I'm going to be throwing, um, uh, you know, big jigs, big one-ounce football jigs. And a lot of guys ask me, why the big one-ounce? Well, reason is I want to get it down there. If I'm fishing in 20 foot of water, okay, and I know those bass are spending the in the bottom five, okay, I don't want it to take forever to get down because then, like we mentioned, there are a lot of white perch. There are also stripers. I want to get it down through all that quote unquote trash fish. And I don't want to say stripers are trash fish, but you know, get it through what I don't want to necessarily catch, get it into that zone as quickly as possible, and then work it from there. Um, you know. Along with that, the the bomb dropper is great because I can throw a bait a mile with the lose reel. And I've mentioned lose before, folks. Please try them. You'll never go. You'll be convinced. I swear. Um, you know, I'll be able to throw uh, a top water because it is so warm. 60 degrees. That's when people start throwing top waters. Walk the dogs, poppers, buzz baits. I'm going to have that there. Plus, the bomb rubbers has the ability for me to throw a large um, crankbait and work it. And, we're, and I'm not talking like a like a 5XD or, or a DT4. You know, I'm talking one of those big old, you know, the the uh, uh, you know 22XDs. You know, the, the 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 three inch, ounce and a half crankbaits that are out there to work that 20, 25-foot level. Um, you know, throwing those big Colorado blades, um, bladed uh, uh, spinner baits. You know, I've got a lot of variety in that rod. Now, the next rod I'm going to have is a little lighter, okay? It's, it's, it's a spinner bait, crank bait setup. And that one is the one I really kind of like as a backup. Um, that one will be most likely my weightless jerkbait, my, my plas uh, um, plastic jerkbait, okay? Um, 
hard and soft jerk baits for that matter. And this time of year, you're having fish die off, fish living, fish dying, because there are areas, even in the warm water that there's there, you'll find areas that are just completely, um, you know, different water temps. And you're going to want to work those areas where you'll have a spot where all of a sudden the water pushes in and you're looking at, you know, 55 on one side and, and you know, 48 on the other. Literally, you can see the water churning because of the, the different water temps. You know, that's where there are areas that we don't want to work. Soft jerk baits, you know, are one of my favorites in shallow water. This time of year, it's absolutely deadly. Uh, weightless, for that matter. Working them through there and letting them jerk it through. You'll find bass. And I'll do this a lot of times working onto a spawning flat. Is uh, Before I even get there, I'll make a nice, really long cast and then work it through there. A lot of times, I'll have bass that I don't even know are there that are just prowling. You know, usually it's buck bass. Um, but I've had a few sows come in as well where it just works through and they're just like, ah, I got to get it. Or they're creating their, their beds. They don't just create one. They create several where it works right through their, their little uh, territorial love nest and just they'll just absolutely hammer it. Um, so all these things, you know, are all, all the things that I'm planning on working with. A great bait to have as well is a swim jig, okay? Like I said, there are white perch. There are shad. So the great thing about white perch and shad is they look very similar. If, if, if you take them, just drop them in the water real fast, the shimmer, the back color, especially if they're um, uh, blueback herring. And I believe this lake has a few of them in it. Um, you know, so you go with a bait with a, a shiny white belly, and, you know, a darker back, green to almost brown to almost a watermelon uh, or even a pumpkin color. You know, you're, you're looking at that whole spectrum. Put a great trailer on the end of it, you know, with the big paddle tail. Um, and, and you're rocking and rolling, you know, and now you've got a swim jig that you can work, you know, three ways. You can cast it and reel it in. You can cast it and stroke it off the bottom. Or you can flip and pitch it into those, you know, closer areas. You know, where, where you need that slower descent because that's what they're looking for. And these are all things you've got to incorporate to a lake like this because you aren't fishing the time of year. You're fishing the water temperature. Freaking, I've been trying to get that out all night. Um, so that's the biggest thing. Fish the water temperature, not the time of year. Okay. If you normally fish water temps in the 60s by working on a spawn bite, and you're seeing it, then you got to rock it. Okay? Simple as that. All right? Don't let the time of the year dictate what you're doing. Let the water temps dictate it. Okay? Guys in Florida are, you know, they're, they're, they're finishing off their spawn right now. A lot of places are finishing off their spawn. Georgia's about ready to start hitting it. I know it's been really cold. But normally this time of year, they'd be kicking off their spawn right now. Or just, just about ready to. Um, but with the water temps again, water temps are down. It's going to be another three, four weeks before those fish really get in the spawn mode, or even pre-spawn for that matter. It's all relevant. Fish the water temps, not the time of year. Okay? Um, and we're going to take a quick break, because uh, I need a drink. <laughs> um, and We'll be right back as soon as I find it. They keep moving my stuff around. We'll be right back with more of Bugger All. We'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. 
Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yachtangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. If you are looking for rigging solutions for your kayak, canoe, or paddleboard, from a pad eye to an anchor trolley, or even lighting up your kayak at night or pre-dawn, Yak Gear and Railblazer are the answer. Visit us at yak-gear.com or visit your local kayak shop. Ask for Yak Gear and Railblazer products. Outfit your adventure at hck.com, your kayak fishing gear headquarters. We've got over 300 models of kayaks, canoes, and paddleboards to choose from, as well as all the top accessory brands like Scotty, Ram, and Yak Attack. You won't find this kind of selection anywhere else. Plus, our prices and service just can't be beat. Place your order, and we'll get it to your door with same-day shipping for in-stock items and free shipping on all orders over $39. Visit us at ack.com today. Free shipping offer. You are listening to The Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. All right, and we are back with more of the Low Sodium Show. Um, you know, we got to get some credit to the guys on Tuesday night, Texas Show. They're doing the ACK stuff with us, and uh, couldn't be more proud to have them on board. They're doing a great job. Um, now we're here with, uh, of course, Matt Yak Chum Trucks. Well, my man, what's going on, dude? Hey, enjoying the uh, the uh, whole uh, episode on Lake Anna, man. I, I can't wait to fish there again. I, I haven't been there in a couple years. So. And I've, I've actually never fished this time of year there, so I'm looking forward to uh, your video you have coming out that you're going to be working on this weekend, and and uh, definitely waiting to check that out. <laughs> yeah, definitely, dude. That's going to be awesome, man. Um, and then we've got Mr. Jeff Singleton. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, I'm just sitting here. So, you know, I, I had to comment in the chat room here. Um, and for those of you who are going to listen to it on the podcast later, uh, you know, he did, in my defense, he did ask me what I was going to have tied on and what my right. go-tos were going to be. So everything you heard him mention, I will have in my tackle box with me. Because remember, I take way too much stuff. And then mm-hmm. I will probably have more than that. So, um, right. But, yeah, dude, I, I can't wait. You know, you know what you haven't even mentioned yet? Our slight chance for a slight musky hunt on Saturday afternoon. That is true. That is true. I, mean, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't heard that mentioned a bit. Um, I ha- see. The great thing about areas around a warm water discharge lake is that what a lot of biologists or, or, or game commissions will do, warners, whatever you want to call them, they know that waters like that are going to get hammered in the, in the wintertime. So lakes around it, within about a 100-mile radius, they will put winter weather, cold, wa- cold water species in there. So muskies, walleye, pike, um, you know, stuff like that for you to go out and get um, to, to get to alleviate the pressure. And there's one lake, actually, it's one of the most pressured lakes in the country, you know, and I know people say, oh, well, you know, Gunnersville's pressured and Lake Whaler's pressured and blah, blah. No, 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 you don't understand. I'm talking a lake that literally is it, probably it, a side of a cove of, of Gunnersville, okay? And it sits right next to D.C. 
that tells you anything. It is, it so is what, what is it, 170 acres? 170-some yeah, like acres, and it is 20 miles from downtown D.C. So, you know, so, every yeah, last... You go, you go out there on a weekend, it is jam-packed with boats. The one benefit you have is it is so small, it's a department-owned lakes. You don't have to deal with 150 horses running by you while you're on your kayak. It's electric motor only. That's the only saving grace on that lake on a weekend. Right. You know, and so it does receive a lot of pressure. Now, this lake has one thing going for us. It's wintertime, or it has several things. It's wintertime, so a lot of guys aren't going to be on there, okay? Granted, it's going to be a warm weekend, so we can expect some, some competition. Um, but the biggest thing is that this lake hasn't had a lot of pressure in the past year because they shut it down to fix it levee or, or, or the dam or whatever it was. Okay, so they shut down the whole lake. So what, these, these fish haven't seen a lot of pressure, but they kept on adding the stock to it. Okay, so the normal, you know, four or five fish that they'd add per acre of muskies, expecting one to come by, you know, usually just get absolutely the, the snot hammered out of them. But because they haven't had a whole lot of pressure, it just opened up this past fall. They haven't seen baits. They haven't seen a lot of things. So there's a great opportunity for us. And this lake's got some really nice cover. I'm really excited to fish it. Um, you know, granted it's going to be cold and everything, but it's still going to be productive, I hope, is that those muskies are going to be not lure shy. And that's going to be something to see. If we can't get, you know, there's big ones in there. I've, I've seen some reports of some 40s, you know, and, and you know, high 40s in there as well. So that, that that's positive. Uh, along with some smaller, you know, uh, uh, torpedoes, but we'll get them, folks. I'm telling you what, it's going to be a good time. Oh, kayak wars, better watch out. Here we come. Here we come. Um, yeah. I, I've got my Meps Aglia number five sitting here, all shined up and ready to start slinging on uh, Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start off with the Bomber Long A, uh, gold with a black back. It, I used it in uh, Tennessee. There you go, Bridget. Uh, much love. Um, I forget the river it was on. And um, I had three follows. So if it worked in Tennessee in the, in the river system there, it's got to work here. Um, and the great thing about it is I can, I can run it, you know, like a, a surf plug basically, cast out and reel it in, cast it out, reel it in. Um, I've also got a big spinner as well, a big uh, – I think it's got like a, a dinner plate for spinning blades on it and weighs about 10 ounces of green, orange, and funky colors. So it's, uh, it's just what a, a growing muskie needs. Uh, to get jammed in his head. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about this coming weekend. It's going to be a ton of fun. But going back to Lake Anna, um, if, if you look at it on, on I, I, I behoove you, go and look at it. Um, granted, the video, we're going to have map and everything and show you where we were and whatnot. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, it behooves you to take a look because there's some really cool stuff about that, the, the section we're going to be fishing. And we'll explain that in the video uh, pre-coming. Uh, but the cool thing is is that we've got so many different things to hit that because I've been out of the game for a while with with, with catching fish, you know, the water temps will be perfectly where my first tournament's going to be next month um, in an area where I can – I've already found areas that mimic the water area or the, 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 um, the fishing area I'm going to be hitting next month in that tournament. So – this is a pre, kind of a pre-fish on a distant lake, okay? And it's going to help build my confidence for the coming tournament. And you hear me talk about it a lot with confidence baits or confidence techniques or confidence 
um, you know, just period, that you're going to go in and win, or you're going to go in and do well, or you're going to qualify, or whatever you're doing. And, and that is so huge. Um, granted, you know, the tournament next month is going to be for bass boat, but, you know, if I can do it from a kayak where I'm not running and gunning like I would on a bass boat, it's telling me that I can be successful no matter what I do. And that is a thing that I need to get, you know, through to the next level. Um, so we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm telling you what, guys. We're going to keep you posted on Facebook. Um, if you're not my friend, become my friend on Facebook at Mark Landing Crew Wheeler. You can find me there. Um, you know, I'm going to be posting photos and probably a couple little snippet videos to Kayak Fishing Radio's uh, main page. So stay tuned to that. Um, and uh, we're going to have a ton of fun this coming weekend. I hope you get out and go fishing um, because, you know, it's going to be a nice warm-up from pretty much everyone from, from you know, Jersey South. You know, Pennsylvania is going to be up in the mid-50s. You know, everyone's kind of warming up. I'm actually standing outside right now in a T-shirt and shorts because it's only 59 degrees. I'm looking at my thermometer, and it's nighttime, which is great. It's awesome. I loved it. I was actually sweating today because we hit 71 degrees. Oh, yeah, baby. I can't, I'm so excited. You know, I can't hear it in my voice because it's so hoarse, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Um... You know, we've got uh, some great stuff coming down the pike for Kayak Fishing Radio. Um, and congrats to everyone who made it to the to the boondoggle. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I didn't get a chance to make it, but, uh, you know, I heard they had a lot of fun. Didn't catch a lot of fish, but it's more about the camaraderie than the fishing, to be truthfully honest. Oh, yeah, I was way bummed out it was Valentine's weekend. I, you know, I, I had to weigh my options there. Um, weekends that I can go fish in the future, or let me take Valentine's Day and leave my wife with two uh, four-year-old twin <laughs> boys at home by herself on Valentine's. Yeah. No, I opted. I opted to stay home for that one. But uh, I cannot wait for Columbus Day. I, I hear we're about ninety percent there with setting it up. I can't wait for that announcement. Yeah, yeah. I I, I had to do the same thing because my wife. We didn't need a babysitter. My wife was just coming back from being out at sea and everything else. You know, the way the option is drive 600 miles and go fishing and have a lot of fun or come back to everything that I own on the front lawn. <laughs> You'll stay at home. Um, so it was it was a great time. You know, and Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I, I, I was kind of there. I could have said, hey, I can go. But you know what? I, out of the blue asked my wife, I said, hey, can I go fish with Mark and Zach in two weeks? Um, yeah, and, you know, kind of short notice for a full weekend trip. And, right. and I said, I said, hey, we're, we're, we're going to plan this. Do you have a problem? She goes, nope, as long as I can go out and uh, have wine with my best friend uh, the Sunday go. beforehand. I said, there you go, babes. Have a great time. Yep. And then, I got and then Mark and I talked. To, Mark and I talked a little bit more, and we talked about the potential of fishing on Saturday as well, since the weather was supposed to be so nice. And I went up to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, babe, sweetheart, do you uh, think that maybe uh, I can fish at least Saturday, or, or some little, at least a little bit on Saturday too?" And my, you know, my boys, they're in swim lessons, so. Uh, and we have a new puppy that's in dog training, so we have a little conflict there. My mom's out of town, who I normally would have dumped the boys on for all that. So, <laughs> and it worked out because it worked. 
it works out because Mark can't get up here till the afternoon. So um, I, I got I get to do daddy responsibilities on Saturday morning. But go and my, and my wife supports that. She says go, go fish, go have fun, go get on your kayak, go get in. And we won't go into which kayak I'm getting since uh, Mark's a Jackson guy, but oh, I'm getting a brand that. new one. I'm getting a brand new one here in a couple of weeks. I'm ordering. I'm going to get the okay if I can. I'm going to I'm going to get the uh, the Ocean Kayak Predator, and nice. I'm going to slap a uh, I'm going to slap a uh, uh, probably what is it the Humminbird that uh, that they're rigged for. Probably what is the five five eighty six? I think it was. I was looking at. Nice. Yeah, it's, I'm going to throw that on there. Uh, I like, told my wife. I said I want two grand out of my bonus. That's it. I need the kayak, and I need the fish finder, and I'm set. I got everything else. That'll that'll set me for at least a year. Nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> at, least until, at least until next year's bonus, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And you always need to put exactly. rod, more rod holders on it and add an anchor yeah, trolley yeah. and. Yeah, get yourself a flag. Yeah. <laughs> well, but see, I, I got the flag. I, see, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a barge now. I'm in the uh, probably the biggest, most stable kayak. You know, Zach, who, who paddles around in the Cuda. First time Zach and I fished together, as we were pushing our kayaks through waist deep mud in Pohick Bay, um, which is off the Potomac up here. For those who don't know. Um, it, it really sucked to be me, all 80 pounds or whatever it is of my X Factor. Um, but I get in there, and I'm standing up. I'm walking for, to the bow, to the back, and he's like, he's like my, he said, my, my Jackson's stable. He's my, my coot. I can stand up in it all day long. He goes, I don't think I can walk to the bow like you do, though. So yeah, I'm but, used to that but, big, know. wide, stable platform that I can move anywhere I want. Um, and... Uh, we'll see. I, I've, I've got I've got that, and I've got all the stuff. I'm gonna kind of pilfer stuff off of my old one, and <laughs> and put it on my new one, and then I'm just gonna ditch the new one to whoever I gotta take out fishing with me. They just won't have as many goodies on it. There you go. There you go. I got um, my new big rig sitting down at the shop. I can't wait to pick that up this weekend. Nice, dude. That's uh, Jack- Jackson's new uh, big boy kayak there. You know, it's not really yeah, a big boy kayak. It's it's more of a everything kayak, or or let me rephrase that. It is perfect for a bass fisherman. Okay, for those that are they're going to fish lakes, who are going to fish small streams, you know, slow running streams, that want to stand up and and fish all day. You know, it's got the lean bar, it's got the stand, you know, the, it's, it's got everything you need to stand and fish and be comfortable all day long. And that's just awesome. But um, we are slowly yeah, running ahead of time here. I, um, I can't wait to try and paddle that thing. I'm going to take it out in the bay just, just for kicks. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and here on, you know, kayak fishing radio in general, you know, granted myself and Matt are um, diehard Jackson guys through and through. But, you know, we will never discriminate against another kayak, ever, ever. We will never badmouth them. You know, we'll make fun of them, you know, guys in Hobies and, and uh, other boats. But oh, you, uh, you, mean the, you mean the guy in the John boat? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, each one has a special purpose, and every, every person has, is different. 
what works for myself works great or, 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 or works for myself as a perfect platform might not work for someone else. And they might find that that you know, Pro Angler or that Propel or that Ultimate is what fits their needs. It what feels comfortable to them. And we will never do that uh, here. We will never, we'll, I mean, discriminate against that because we are all about putting people on boats. And once people get up there, okay? If it's plastic and it floats, you're a kayak fisherman, right? There you go. There you go. Um, That's all about. So please, 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 I am asking everyone, this event page will be up for a while. Post questions, okay? Um, ask us questions on, on the event page for when we come into um, this weekend. I'll answer them via video, and then we'll post that video probably before the next Low Sodium Show. And uh, we'll talk about it. I'll have it posted up there, and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. It might be a bunch of little snippets because I don't do editing very well, um, but it will be informative. I can tell you that much right now. Um, I'm going to break down what colors I used, what colors, how I went about, maybe some action photos or, or, or video. You just never know. But we will have something up there for you so we can help you go from listening to my voice to seeing my ugly mug um, breaking down so you can see what I'm talking about as well. And, um, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with it. We're going to do some... Uh, some fun stuff throughout this year. Um, expect a lot more videos from, from Kai Fishing Radio Low Sodium Show. Myself and Matt and uh, any special guests we might have on um, will be videoed and, and, and brought to you so you can see what we mean. And uh, I, I believe that's, uh, that's truly a, a game changer for us is, you know, in Kai Fishing Radio to have that, you know, you can hear us throughout the week and then before the next, you know, show comes on, actually see it. You know, see that, you know, crazy rig that I have set up. You know, see that stuff. And, um, you know, it'll be great. I'm really excited about it. So, with that being said, I like to thank Jeff for being on, bud. Uh, dude, I'm I'm probably not going to sleep tonight, tomorrow night, or Friday night. Uh, in in uh, Just waiting for uh, awesomeness to happen. Um, so, thanks for being on, bud. Great to have you on. Don't be a stranger, oh, thanks please. Thanks for having me. Folks, that goes for you, too. If you're listening and, you know, it's part of the live show, feel free to call in anytime, and um, we'll answer your questions. We'll, we'll shoot the breeze and uh, have a ton of fun. So thanks, Jeff, for being on, man. Great having you, dude. Yeah, like I said, I appreciate you having me. It was a good time. And, hey, uh, come on. Anytime I can sit and uh, talk about fishing, I'm doing great. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely, uh, uh, Jeff. Thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Um, I actually look forward to possibly coming down and fishing with you guys uh, either this spring or this summer. Uh, I live up in Jersey, yeah, yeah. so I'm not too far from you. Yeah, I was actually stationed in Jersey for uh, a couple years uh, way back in the early 90s. Um, yeah, so it's a short drive. Come on down, and uh, when we bring when we introduce Mark to uh, the northern snakehead, um <laughs> You'll have to uh, you have to come down and do that inaugural trip when you see an explosion on the surface of the water of a 30-inch fish in your rod just double over, and you're fishing with uh, minimum minimum 20 to 30 pound braid because you got to yank them through the grass and the lilies. Oh, you yeah, that would be cool. Man. <laughs> I'm not gonna be I don't think we have those muskies <laughs> up here, but uh, we've got the pike, the northern pike, and they they get pretty big. Oh, uh, but I, I, I've, like caught, I've caught I've I've caught northern pike, and that northern snakehead 
puts a pipe, make make makes a makes a pipe seem like a bluegill. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the blue they call them uh, freshwater bluefish, so that, that tells you anything. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait for that to kick off. But um, Matt, dude, thank you so much for being on, man. I know <laughs> you were enjoying the hockey game and everything else, but uh, uh, uh no thanks problem. for everyone for. <laughs> For being here, it's uh, it's a new year with Cogfishing Radio. Um, hopefully, we don't have any more hiatuses like we had in the past couple of weeks, but uh, uh, that was due to uh, personal computer issues. So we'll get back on that. So with that being said, I thank all my sponsors again, and these are my personal sponsors: <coughs> Jackson Kayak, Orca Coolers, Bull Bay Rods. I cannot say enough about Bull Bay Rods. Um, Unfair Lures, Tommy Head Jigs. Please go take a look at these guys. Great products. 99% American-made. Uh, Unfair Lures does send some stuff overseas, but hey. Um, what, what, what can I say? You know, this is all about that, that product, and they put out a great product. Um, you know, and, and with that being said, folks, take a kid fishing. Change a life, Okay. They're fishing. They're not doing bad things, all right? Get that love building. It's what's, what we need out there is that love. Always wear your PFD, okay? Please. Your PFD does you no good. No good. If you are sinking in the water as it floats away or you can't get to it because your boat is gone, Okay? Always wear your PFD. Always wear your PFD. Always wear your PFD. And remember, folks, if you're headed out this weekend or you're going out tomorrow, or just going out fishing at any point in time, to get your fish on, Mike. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Catch you next week. You don't want to tune in. I promise you. Take over. She 
back here in my arms again Not every girl has to be drinking Just to love me cause I'm older My other girl is her twin sister She only loves me when she's sober So bartender pour the beer With a big head of phone If she sobers up I'll be sleeping alone Only loves me when she's drinking When she's sober there's no love making It just takes a little beer to change her thinking She only loves me when she's drinking She only loves me when she's drinking Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource.